everybody. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. I am Deborah Dondelinger, and today we're going to be talking and tapping about what is on most people's minds, and that is the coronavirus and the impact it's having on you, your communities, your country, and also, of course, the world. Now, I'm not going to be offering any practical advice. There are plenty of websites that have information for you. But we're going to be using the tool of tapping to do some work around centering ourselves, noticing how stressed we feel, calming our nervous systems a little bit, and really trying to get to a more grounded place because when we're more grounded and less stressed, we can make better decisions and we can decide what we need to be doing and we can um, be clear about what we don't have to be doing. Now, if you are new to tapping, I'm going to explain the points very briefly, but please go over and hop look at the diagram under the podcast on my website. Um, tapping is basically a, a, an approach or a technique that you use where you're actually tapping on points on your body. They're acupressure points, meridian, um, often meridian ending points. And by tapping in a percussive way on these points, your body can relax and you can um, address tension you're feeling around very specific things. So tapping is a combination of tapping on these physical points and then using language to tune yourself in. There's also a form of silent tapping where you just tap on the points. You didn't notice the emotional intensity and just tap on the points without words. That is also an option. But I really enjoy playing around with words because it gives us insights into some of the nuances of what's bothering us. The first couple rounds of tapping, I'll call out the points, assuming you're looking at the diagram. And after that, I won't be calling them out and you'll get a, a feel of the flow. Okay, so the things we're going to be talking and tapping about are, we're going to do four or five rounds of tapping around um, feeling stressed, what are we worried about, what are we noticing, what are we losing. And then I'm going to talk at the end about some strategies for change management. I used to teach a change management course corporately. And some of the principles from that course apply to the times we're in right now. And you might be able to come up with some very specific action steps for yourself. So I have three questions for you. Um, so go ahead and rate on a scale of zero to 10, where 10 is really high and, and zero is doesn't exist. I want you to ask yourself, first question is, how stressed are you feeling? And if you're like me, I've been running around at a slightly more stressed pace without really being aware that I was stressed. So just asking ourselves, oh my gosh, how stressed do I feel right now can be a relief because it's going to give us time to notice and work with what we're feeling. Zero to 10, how stressed do you feel? I'm probably like a nine, um, which is a little bit unusual for me. I work really well with stress, um, but I don't only really feel it as a negative. Okay, so how stressed do you feel? And the next question is, how prepared do you feel? In this case, 0 to 10, where 10 is, is high and is a good thing. So I imagine that how prepared you feel and how stressed you feel might be um, inversely related right now. So how prepared do you feel? And I'm like a four, but I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me just back up a second for context. I am in the state of Maryland, and where we are in Maryland, we've had no deaths, and we've had, I think... As of Friday, there were 36 cases. We are now at the point where they're doubling every day. And obviously, we haven't had many cases that long. I know other parts of the states are at very different places with those numbers. And of course, worldwide, you're at very different places. So my apologies right now, if you're listening to this and you're in a country that has much more advanced stages of the, of, um, the virus spreading, and I'm not addressing things that you're experiencing, it's just because I don't know. 
Um, so I don't want to diminish or negate anybody's experience whatsoever because of where, the fact that I'm just in one place. Okay, the other question is, how grounded do you feel? Zero to ten. Again, ten in this case would be good. Zero is like, I don't feel grounded at all. Just make a note of those numbers. I actually feel pretty grounded, which is ironic. Like, how can you be stressed and grounded at the same time? But hey, we're all wired differently. So how stressed do you feel? How prepared do you feel? And how grounded do you feel? And one of the things that, well, one of many things that I know from all my work with different personality systems, um, Enneagram and human design, is we all have a different relationship to our environment and to stress. Some of us actually thrive on change and chaos, and we actually might be sort of leaping into action. Some of us might be used to routine, and we find comfort in routine, and all the changes going on are going to be pretty much more disruptive to your nervous system than somebody who thrives on change and newness. The other thing is that some people move into action very easily, and other people need to take time and reflect and plan so again, where you are on that continuum or spectrum of action versus pausing, well, you will have a different response to what's going on in your communities than other people. So I really wanted to give space to the way you handle stress, the way you engage with change. Know the way you're doing it is fine, it's perfect. And perhaps we can find ways to help you support yourself in a way that's nourishing rather than challenging. Okay, so first tapping. We're stressed. All right, we're going to tap on feeling stressed. And we're on the side of the hand point to start. And we stay here until I tell you to switch to another point. So you're tapping with the fingers of one hand along the skinny, pinky side edge of the hand. And repeat after me out loud with emphasis. All right. Even though I did not realize how stressed I am feeling. But my body knows that I'm feeling stressed. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I've been feeling stressed, because there's been so much news and information coming at me, I haven't had time to catch my breath. Still on the side of the hand. Even though I've been feeling stressed and I've been running around busily trying to prepare for being at home for a few weeks, I deeply and completely accept myself. And you might notice that you're starting to think about other aspects of why you're stressed, but just stick with the general feeling of stress to start. Then we're moving to the eyebrow point, the beginning of the eyebrow. Oh, feeling stressed. Move to the side of the eye, the bone in front of the temple. I've been really stressed. Under the eye on the bone. Everyone's been really stressed. Under the nose. It's like everybody's been breathing in and they forgot to exhale. Chin point, feeling stressed. Collarbone. I've been feeling really stressed. Under the arm. Everybody's feeling very stressed. 
top of the head, feeling stressed. Okay, stop there, another gentle breath. And some of you might have just been very focused on tapping and saying the words, and some of you might have been, have had other thoughts coming in, thinking about the things you've had to change, the things you've lost, the impact on your life. And that's okay to notice those thoughts coming in, but for when we're in such an acute situation, it really is helpful to take one aspect, one dimension at a time. So I want you to think now about what are the things that you are losing? Yes, give yourself permission to actually name. And you might be surprised at how much emotion you feel here um, around what you've lost. So for myself, I didn't realize I was upset about this. Um, I was planning on visiting my mom um, and seeing she lives in Morocco. Well, no, she lives in Spain, but she has a hotel in Morocco that she's built up over the last 25 years. I've never seen her hotel. And I was planning to take my youngest daughter, celebrating her 18th birthday, and we're going to visit, go to Portugal and then visit my mom in Morocco. And the night when Trump announced that flights, he was people from Europe weren't allowed back into the States, I just had this sinking feeling. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. And then I wrestled with the decision. And the next morning, I'm like, okay, I'm not going, even though my flights were still intact. And then actually that evening, the, the, the border was closed. So I couldn't have even gone to Morocco if I'd wanted to. And of course, this is not losing my life. And it's very easy for us to, minim to minimize what we have lost and what we've been giving up. But I think it's important to pay attention to it because there is emotion there. I have three people in my family who are seniors, uh, two college seniors, uh, my son and his girlfriend, and my daughter who's a high school senior. And their senior last semester is changing rather dramatically. So give yourself permission for the next couple of minutes to notice what are you losing? What have you lost? I'm not talking about health and life. I'm talking about people who in your circumstances, in your world, how has your rhythm changed? What, have it, what are you not able to do? For many people, the loss of the professional sports and the co college sports. I know my husband, he's a huge basketball fan. Supposed to be going to a, a pro game and he loves watching the college tournament. That's a massive loss. All right, you got the idea, you got enough things in your mind that you've lost. All right, side of the hand. And oh, and, and just notice, do you feel sad, numb, um, trivial, like you think you shouldn't be thinking about this when there are other consequences, much bigger consequences it's been play? And we'll tap on the side of the hand. Hmm. Even though part of me is still in shock at what's happening. I can't quite believe how quickly the situation has changed. I deeply and completely trust myself. Even though part of me is in utter shock at what's happening. Plans I had for this spring have come completely upended and uprooted. I still deeply and completely trust myself. Even though part of me is in shock and I haven't quite processed everything that's going on. I'm giving myself time right now to notice a few things that I'm sad about. All right, moving through the points. I was beginning on the eyebrow. I'm so disappointed. I can't believe I'm not going to go. I'm not going to see my mom. 
can't believe I'm not going to be able to play that game. I can't believe I'm not going to be able to see my friends. I can't believe the dance was canceled. can't believe the trip was canceled. I can't believe I'm going to miss this family event. Okay, good. Stop there. Gentle breath. And if you, um, as I was tapping, besides naming the things that um, were lost in my small immediate family, I was so aware of the privilege um, and the situation I'm in where income is not at stake. Um, resources for food and housing are not at stake. And that leads us to my next question and tapping is, what are you worried about? So what happens when we have something big going on, the overwhelm and the stress sort of makes a big rainstorm, a gigantic thunderstorm. And it turns out that if we can calm our systems down a little bit and do some thinking and discerning and feeling and planning, we'll notice the things that are really standing out as a, as a lightning rod that we're concerned about. So as you scan the horizon of, of the virus and the impact on your family and your community and your state and the country and the world, what are you worried about? And this is a time to be incredibly selfish and name what's really on your radar for yourself. So some of you are worried about your work and your finances some of you might be worried about the impact on your peers and, and the loved ones. So notice what you're worried about. And notice if it feels clear, like one or two aspects, or if it's gotten still like big and fuzzy and there's too many things that you're worried about. And let's do some tapping side of the hand. Oh, even though I'm worried about the elderly people in my family that I care for, I do not want to expose them. Am I doing enough to contain and self-isolate? Deeply and completely trust myself to have the right information and make the right decision. Even though I'm worried about exposing other people by inadvertently uh, catching and transmitting the virus. Am I doing enough? I deeply and completely trust myself. Even though I'm worried about having enough food or supplies or household cleaning or toilet paper. <sighs> I know that I can find options and that I'm not as stuck as I think. Even though I'm worried about some things that are very much outside of my control. And I'm worried about some things that I can find other choices for. I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points on the eyebrow. I'm worried I don't know enough. Side of the eye. I'm worried I'm not keeping up with the right information. Under the eye. I'm worried I'm going to make the wrong decision. Under the nose. I'm worried that people are hurting and I can't help them. Chin point. I'm open to the idea that I can't do it all. Collarbone. I'm open to trusting the experts. Under my arm, under the arm. 
I'm so grateful for all the doctors and scientists who are working so hard for this, and the nurses and the medical staff. Top of the head. Feeling worried and leaning into the experts who do know what they're doing. So there's two different dimensions to come out with the worrying. One is if you feel trapped or stuck, like, um, I don't know what other options I have here. For me, the toilet paper thing was like, I've got a family, I've got six people in my house, I'm like, running out of toilet paper, not going to be a really good idea. And then I started researching other options. Um, you know, Europe, in Europe, they have bidets, there um, are, are cloth family wipes that you can wash. So there are, act- you know, there are leaves from trees. There, you know, there are many options for toilet paper. So once you can address the stress and recognize what you're actually stressing you out, you can look for other options. Is there, how else can I handle this? And taking action will bring tremendous relief to your system. You feel like you have some control, you have some resources that you can think outside of the box. The other uh, dimension to worry is not having enough information and deciding who are the experts I can trust. So if you still feel like you have some things that you're worried about, make a note and do some tapping on that later. And come up with a couple of ideas for each one of the things you're worried about. One one or two definitive things you can do to take action on the things that you're worried about. And this brings us to the last thing I want to look at for tapping, and that is looking at what are your resources? Yeah, what are your resources? It's so easy for us to get caught up in what we don't have, but it, once now that we've done some tapping, we've calmed ourselves down. If we start to look at what we do have, oh my gosh, yeah, we're in a really good place. So what are your resources? Do you have a place to live? Do you have running water? Do you have running hot water? Do you have soap? Do you have electricity? Do you have access to information? Do you have friends you can talk to? Do you have animals that need your care? That can be a very calming activity. Do you live where you can go outside and not see another person and feel calm and relaxed? Do you live where there are people everywhere and you can feel a sense of support and camaraderie that you're all in it together? What are your resources can be a very relaxing and also... Ah, Um, relief-inspiring list to make. So tune in and notice. How, How stressed do you feel now? Perhaps I should ask how relaxed do you feel? My stress is way down. It's probably, I don't feel stressed at all this very moment. My stress is down to a zero. How prepared do you feel? Uh, that brings the stress back up again. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, so I could do some more tapping by myself around what am I missing? And is there an action plan? Anything I need? I might have to make some lists here to see, do some brainstorming. Then how grounded do you feel? I feel really grounded right now. So I've mentioned a couple idea, a couple times the idea of, of making an action plan or making a couple of lists of steps of things to do. This, I'm going to go back to the change management training I used to do or facilitation. And I can't remember all the points in the course, but one, one of them is that when we're going through a change, and this is a change. 
having a the coronavirus pandemic worldwide affecting our lives, affecting our countries is a change on so many levels. And whenever there's a change, whether it's positive change or negative change, there are certain characteristics that happen to us. And one is that everything takes more thought and effort. So things that were routine are now taking conscious thought and effort. So we have less available um, decision-making power. Used to be we'd go to the grocery store, we'd go to the gas station. We didn't have to think about it. It was routine. But now we have to think about other things. Do I want to wear gloves? Do I, how do I wipe down the handle? All these new things. So give yourself a break and just know everything. It's like the first day at school. It's like moving into a new place. Everything is taking thought and effort. You will be able to do less So first thing is everything takes more thought and effort. So the second point is that shorten your to-do list. Really set short-term goals and objectives like, oh man, if I can just figure out how to get laundry done today with less soap, I'll be happy. Shorten your time, time horizon. If you normally think in weeks, think in days. And give yourself a break. Imagine that you have just moved someplace new and you don't speak the language and you know how hard that is. So yeah could be really gentle and have short-term objectives. And the last thing, and we're already seeing this in very many different ways, is that when we're going through a change, positive or negative, everything is loosened up. Our structures, our habits are being shaken up. It can be a chance to reevaluate things. You might realize that there are certain things in your life that you don't have now that you might not miss if they go away. So this can be a time to be curious and say, okay, perhaps I can do things differently. Is this a habit that I want to develop in a different form that benefits me and the community and the environment? Yeah, so short-term to-do lists, give yourself a break and tap or do deep breathing when you're feeling stressed. We make better decisions when when we're not stressed, when we're more relaxed. Okay, this is longer than normal. I hope this helps. It won't all fit, but some of it might. If you have questions or something you want me to address, just drop me an email. And mm, my heart just goes out to all the communities that are seeing rapid transmission rates. And I know that everybody is pulling together and we will get through this. We will be a changed country for sure. Um, And I hope that not too many people end up dying from this. And uh, just blessings and and Godspeed to those that have. Hmm. Okay, thank you, everybody. I appreciate you very much. And until next time, keep tapping. Bye.